0: Welcome to the More Than a Mama podcast. Let's make some waves today. Hi, y'all. My name is Taylor. I'm a mama, wife, ocean enthusiast, and third grade teacher turned five-figure business owner. On this show, you can expect a strong mixture of sass, vulnerable conversations, and content that will empower you to find your strength and authority within yourself. Together, we will make an impact and rise above the ceiling society places on us. So take a seat and join me. You and your voice are welcome here. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. We are in part one of the 100K Doesn't Fix Everything series, and we are kicking off the series with an incredible guest expert. Welcome to the show, Madeline. I'm so excited that you're here.
1: Me too. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be uh, the first. I'm honored. Yes,
0: (laughs) you're you're number one in this series. I'm so (laughs) pumped. So Madeline, y'all, she is my new, I know you just changed your name, but can for what they know, can I say health coach? Yes, is that okay? Of course. Of and we'll course. go into your new name title soon. Um, but yeah. Madeline is my new health coach. I joined her Rise Society. Um, it was about a month ago, like yes. right at the beginning Start of, of September. September. And it has been amazing. It, we'll get into that more. But Madeline, like, tell my audience what you do. Um, and tell us a little bit about yourself,
1: yeah, hey, y'all. I'm Madeline. Um, as Taylor said, i am I like to do, quote unquote, a health coach. I do uh, go by behavior change expert now, but for the sake of full understanding, <laughs> technically, I'm a health and fitness coach. I was classly trained as personal trainer. um and I help female entrepreneurs get consistent with exercise and better eating habits so that they can not only lose body fat, but really just lead a healthier lifestyle, a a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, And aside from business and work and stuff, um, I am a mother of two or four. Why did I say two? Four (laughs) fur babies. I have two cats and two dogs. One dog is semi-adopted because she's technically my little brother's, but I like to call her mine. Um, And I have a fiance of almost nine years now. And Yay. we're supposed to get married as soon as COVID gets its shit together.
0: <laughs> yes. I saw your um, engagement pictures. They are so cute.
1: Thank you. I was Thank very happy with so them. They so
0: good. That's so very, exciting.
1: Very yeah.
0: So a lot of my listeners know I started off with Beachbody. So for those that are in your brain thinking like, is she a Beachbody coach? No, mm. Madeline is not. <laughs> um, no, I'm not doing Beachbody anymore. And your program Madeline has just been so incredible. Like I've been obviously like a part of each body, even other health and fitness groups, but the accountability you have in your membership and just that community is like very unique. And I know that puts, you put a lot of effort into that. You put a lot of effort into Rise Society and it shows, but really though, because that takes a lot of effort coming just from a business coach standpoint, To have a community that big and have that many people being interactive in it, it's so cool. So, thank you. I want to start off by knowing your business story. Like, how did you get into? Because you have, it's not just Rice Society, right? Like, you have other. Do you have another business?
1: I do have another business. Um, Oh my god! Yeah. (laughs) So. My business story is we could talk for years like we could have a whole yeah. podcast episode <laughs> on that. So I'm going to do my best to do the Cliff Notes version. Okay. <laughs> um, so I in 2017, I was still I was graduating college that year. June 2017 is actually when I graduated college. Um, before I graduated, I majored in uh, preventative medicine with a focus mm-hmm. in behavioral psychology and exercise science and nutrition. Okay. Um, but I also did a marketing minor with some entrepreneurship classes. So I had known, yeah, I had known that business, doing a business, owning a business was in my future. Um, But I kind of, I mean, I'm sure everyone can relate very scared, right? Yeah. 20, 23, 22 years old, getting out of college, imposter syndrome. I can't run a business, (laughs) right? So I started out um, just putting out content on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. That was my two things. And I started working as an in-person trainer at a strength and conditioning uh, group place. I did a ton of internships. My whole first year in 2017 after graduating was just a ton of like get myself experience, get myself in front of mentors. And, um, I started actually working for a pretty well-known online fitness coach uh, that I had been following for like four or something years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it was under her that I actually got to see what an online business looked like behind the scenes um, and really recognize that like if she's doing it, I can definitely do this because yeah. you're very much on a, a similar path. So mm-hmm. I worked for her for about almost a year. Um, And was also working for Darren Hardy at the time as his social media manager. So I was learning a lot about just the background of businesses. And finally in August of 2018, I literally quit cold Turkey because it was, it wasn't the, I mean, I was really dying to have my own business and it wasn't me and her kind of gotten to TIFF and it wasn't the best environment for me anymore. So I was like, I'm just going to go cold Turkey. I didn't have any money saved. And I wasn't like starting my business in the background at all. I had the content going out, but I had no idea what Mm -hmm. I was doing. So I quit cold turkey and I started doing in person coaching through my garage and some online. And then from there, it was really just one on one. So I started one on one and then I started group. And that's what I did for the first year and a half of my business. Rise Society, my membership actually didn't get started until, oh, wow, it's going to be a year in November. Oh. It, around this time last year is when my brain was like, because I would I had something that was really awesome about mm-hmm. my story is I had a I didn't have that many followers I still don't have that many followers but I had women just I had people coming to me like they were magnetized to me I think I mean I say it's because yeah. my message I'm very big on sustainable stuff like that yeah. I don't I'm not like the normal
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I had a lot of people reach out to me but they just couldn't pay my prices. Right. Yeah. So the membership was really born out of the desire to give more access to people that could not afford to work with me one on one but needed the help. Yeah. Um. So when I opened up Rise Society, I had no idea how like successful it was going to end up being. But Mm -hmm. when I first launched it, I got twenty five members right off the bat, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like (laughs) I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I was not expecting that either. I was like, "Holy!" crap. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I had been, it had been beaten into my head. Like only do one-on-one only do one-on-one membership model Mm -hmm. is not successful for fitness coaches. Just, I mean, it's the truth. Like in the beginning to go full time, you want to do higher ticket, but I was in a space where I was just craving to give access to more people, people of different backgrounds, different races. Like it's just the truth, right? When Mm -hmm. you have a higher price, you close out from, it it becomes exclusive. Um, so yeah, Rye Society is almost a year old now and Aww. that's, yeah, that's my, that's my baby. And that is what I'm pushing forward and it's what has brought me the most happiness and success mm-hmm. in my business now. Um, I felt like I was kind of not very aligned with doing one-on-one in group. I love, yeah. I love working with women, but I think that just in my, I'm best with a huge group
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's what Rye Society has done for me. So yeah, so now I have a really really successful business. It was successful throughout the whole thing because I believe that success is defined by more than just money. But yeah, that is kind of my business story. Yeah.
0: That's so cool. I didn't know all that. Yeah, I didn't know that you've been doing it that long. And Rise Society is so cool. Y'all like Madeline, just so y'all know, I'm going to brag on you real quick. Like Madeline makes our workouts. So like she films them. We have an app. We have like accountability between on Mondays and Fridays, like checking in, checking out for the week. Um, and even between those days, like everybody's just so active. Like everybody's posting pictures, or posting check-ins. I mean, I see you in there almost every day, like commenting on people's stuff, giving back form feedback. Like mm-hmm. it's just incredible. It's so Thank cool. You. And Thank I you. do I... agree about the membership thing. Like a lot of people think memberships, don't, don't work. Like even with business coaching, you know, mm-hmm. but I think that you just make it work. Like it's obvious yeah. how much you love it.
1: Yeah. It's so yeah. I think, yeah. When I finally let go of that thought, like, and because here's the thing I, and I know you're going to have, you have new business owners here on this mm-hmm. thing, right? Like, yeah. I wouldn't have been successful in the membership if I would have started it right when I first started because I had no idea what I was doing, right? Like yeah. the way that you learn how to do all of the, like all the things that I do in my membership is just exactly what I've learned from how my one-on-one mm-hmm. clients really loved my attention. I, the other thing is, I mean, client success is my number one, client happiness, and I don't think that's taught enough honestly, Mm -hmm. in this world. Like the big thing that business coach teaches is marketing, 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 sales, sales, sales. And I'm totally down for that. Like Mm
0: -hmm. we need money.
1: Absolutely. But when you put client success and client experience above all that, you naturally market better because your clients are shouting your name from the rooftops, right? That's how Rise Society has grown to where it's at now. And it's going to continue to grow Mm -hmm. because my clients are always talking about it. I mean, Yeah. And I, it's not in my blood to not give people what they're paying for. So something that I always, because I have women in the group who don't show up for themselves as much as they should, right? And mm-hmm. I'm, I've had to actually pull back because I'm someone who is like, why are you paying me if you're not doing the work, right? Like yeah. I, I used to, and I've stepped back a little bit because I recognize it's not fully my responsibility, but I used to send private messages to my members like, hey, where are you? Mm -hmm. Um, and they, the girls at the time were like, this is so amazing, but that's why I do those call outs call yeah I saw that
0: post the other day. I was like, oh, (laughs)
1: yeah, (laughs) but yeah, Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's, that was my way of like making it more of a group thing. And so that one person didn't feel called out because Mm -hmm. I recognize that that could make someone feel. Yeah. So great. Um, But it really is. My intention is always loving. It's always. Yeah. I hate the feeling of taking someone's money and them not using anything that I'm giving them. Yeah. I honestly would rather them not be in there if you're not going to use it because it's not
0: it makes me feel icky. Yeah. Yeah, So you want them you care more and it shows a lot in your business like you care more about client results and you care about them paying you like yes we need money but like if you're in this group and you're not doing the workouts, like, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not Mm -hmm. worth it.
1: Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, the money, honestly, I forget about sometimes. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously not when I need to pay my bills, but like (laughs) when I'm in there coaching, I'm not thinking, Oh, I only have, I'm only going to spend 20 minutes in here today. It's like, I'm going to spend however much time I need to in here to make sure that everybody feels served. Right. Like, yeah, that's, I don't know. I, I think that that's how I don't like to place things on people but like I believe that yeah. if you want to be a successful business owner first and foremost clients are the most important and trust me the money will flow the money mm-hmm. will follow when you come from an abundant place where you're like even if you only have two clients give them everything focus focus on them more than the marketing you're doing on your Instagram and I promise yeah. it'll just continue to like ripple and you'll grow. Yep.
0: People yeah. greatly underestimate serving who they have. That's like a yeah. huge thing that I see online. Mm-hmm. Is like, I mean, my done for you service has been all referrals. I've never had to launch it because I try to just do it so good with who I have. They just refer me to other people, mm-hmm. you know? And like, people just so underestimate the giving what the they phone. have to who they have. Yeah. Yeah, it's that too. Because it's always that next thing, like, okay, I did the group program. Now I should do a mini mastermind. Then I should do a big mastermind instead of being like, what do I want to do? And like, you, I can't sacrifice what I already have going to do that. Yeah. Because that's not worth it.
1: hundred you know? percent. Yeah. But it's I totally awesome. feel where the women who are probably listening to this go, well, I only, because we'll talk about this later, the all or nothing mindset, but it's like, yeah, we're so quick to focus on what we don't have rather than what we do have. Right. Mm -hmm. And I can relate because I wasn't like this the whole time, Mm -hmm. my business, like when I first started my business, I was like, I've always been focused on clients, but I was also always like, I only have this many people. Yeah. But so I just want to like say, that's okay if you feel like that, but I promise shifting and reframing your mindset to, Oh my God, I have this many people who like, who are actually paying me money. Like, And more will come when you're focused on, like I said, the abundant mindset rather than I only and just and all this little stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. So this is a great segue. So, so one of the reasons y'all like just some backstory for you. One of the reasons I joined rise was literally because of how Madeline approaches what a healthy lifestyle looks like. And I think I'm really excited to like talk to you about this because it's very unique And something that I loved about you from like an educator standpoint is that you were able to break down exactly what that looks like. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, you're
0: not asking me to change everything about my life Mm -hmm. in a week. Like, I think I'm on habit. I'm still on habit Um, too. So yeah. So it's like building upon habits to get to where you want to go. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know recently, like you changed your, you changed your bio to let me look at it to make sure behavior change expert. Yeah. Which I think perfectly, oh. perfectly describes you. <laughs> yay I was like, I, I it's so good though. Because I appreciate I think that's very that. accurate to what you do. You don't mm-hmm. really focus on like, let's get quick results. Let's, you know, do which everything we do does get us results, you know. Like it's it still works for us, but right. it's sustainable. So, like, tell mm-hmm. me what what helped you like come to that conclusion. Like, this is where my name needs to change, and like, mm-hmm. give some background on like what you view as a healthy lifestyle.
1: Yeah, thank you for that. By the way, yeah. I when I changed my title, I was like honestly so nervous about it because, <laughs> and I so trivial, so funny, uh, but literally. Uh, I've been wanting to change my name for a long time Yeah, and it was a little bit of imposter syndrome that stopped me, um, because I've been doing the work that I'm doing now with clients since I started two years ago. Like I have never been the stereotypical health and fitness coach Mm -hmm. ever, but marketing
0: people know what
1: health and fitness coaches are, right? People know what personal trainers are. They know what to expect. So, when I named myself health and fitness coach, I went from health coach to health and wellness coach to health and fitness coach. Um, when I named myself, that was really because I wanted to, um, meet my, meet my people where they're at. Right. Because people that do find me, if you see behavior change expert, you're kind of, you might be a little bit confused, which is why, like Taylor said in the beginning, this is my health coach. And I'm totally okay with still having that blanket term because it's Mm -hmm. true. That's, that's what it is. But yeah, the reason that I decided to finally change to behavior change expert was really because I had a session with a one-on-one client because I still do work with some one-on-one clients. It's phasing out, but I still do it. I had a session with one of my clients and it was just not, I mean, it's funny. It was this one session, but we were just having a deep conversation about the root of why she kept on cycling through this negative habit loop, right? Like mm-hmm. We were talking about it and I was diving deep with her and she had this brain blast moment um, and I felt it and it was so interesting. Like I felt her finally that rewiring of her brain, like click. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, and I feel it often, honestly, with the Rise Society members when I'm asking questions that make them think deeper than, because most of the time when people aren't consistent, they just go, well, I just need to do it. And I'm like, that's not what's going on here. Like, yeah, there's a deeper reason to why you're not doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I changed my name after recognizing that the work I do with clients is so much more unique than the stereotypical health and fitness coach. And I just couldn't align with a health and fitness coach anymore. Like mm-hmm. it didn't feel like me. It hadn't felt like me. And it felt like I was just holding on to huh, I've heard the term now, bro marketing. Uh, I guess that's technically <laughs> yes. what it was. And it felt like honestly, it felt like I was going against what I even preach, which is like everybody's an individual and like the all or nothing mindset. And kind of like I was forcing myself to be a health and fitness coach because I thought that's what I had to do. Right. But you don't Mm -hmm. really have to do anything. So I changed it to behavior change expert. And honestly, it's been the best thing ever. It's like I've stepped fully into it and because that's what I do. I help you change your behaviors. Obviously, I'm not fully responsible for you changing your behaviors, but Mm -hmm. that's my philosophy as I go, like Taylor said, step by step through the smallest little things because most health and fitness coaches are so focused on how can I get you results because that's what you want, right? When you're trying to lose weight, you want those results. But Mm -hmm. what I try to make my clients and everybody recognize that follows me is like, Yeah, you want results, but you don't want those results for 30 days and then they go away, right? That's why people are always reinvesting in health and fitness coaches because they lose weight and then they go, Yeah, I lost weight, but then I gained it all back. Or, like, and then, like, I'm tired of that cycle. Like, I'm so tired of that cycle. I used to be in that same cycle. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I started taking tiny steps and celebrating those tiny steps that I started to make real, long lasting change. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I think like, so when I found you, cause I found you from a referral, actually, one of my friends referred me to you.
1: Oh, um, well, thank you to whoever yeah. that is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so when I found you, I mean, I was in the same point y'all. Like I, I was a yo yoer like I did beach body for almost two years and I would do a program I would like finish it. I would do great. But then the minute like life would actually happen, you know, crap would hit the fan. It would all go away and I would just gain it all back. Mm -hmm. And I think what made me realize like I needed something different is when, so I like hit six figures in my business. My business was doing great which also comes, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) which also comes with more responsibility, you know, like typically that means that your business is also growing, you're going through some growing pain. So that was happening. My husband was going back to work. I was a stay at home mom now. Um, and like my health during that time, like literally went out the door because I did not understand how to do things small. It was that very all or nothing. I either work out and I do my little meal nutrition cups or I can't. And there was nothing that I could, there wasn't an in between, you know what I mean? And nobody really teaches that in between nobody, nobody I've seen, especially with beach body, beach body coaches. I'm going to call you out real quick. Like, no, they're not teaching that in between. And it's harmful because then when life happens, you put that blame on yourself, right? Right. I don't like, I'm not good enough. I'm not able to do everything. Like it is a spy rule. Yeah. <laughs> a mental spy rule. And it's just so harmful. Like that's a very harmful thing to continue to do to yourself. But you also have to think about like, if nobody's taught you how to do it, you can't expect to just do it. You know, I've only been taught the all or nothing mindset. So that is what I know.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, myself
0: up if I don't
1: know. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. You can't. I mean, the all n- and <laughs> the all and nothing mindset is can you'll see it in every, every situation in your life. Yeah. Like right now it might be very present in your health and fitness, but the thing that I love about learning and teaching the all or nothing mindset is you start to recognize the all and nothing mindset in all other places too. Mm-hmm. Like the re so funny. I, I mean, I, I still have tendencies of all or nothing in my life and in my yeah. relationships that I'm working on, and it's it's a long, long process. It's a big journey. But what I was going to say about the beach body thing because I feel like I need to say something. Um, the other thing that I want to just, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Funny story. Taylor actually came to me telling me, "Hey, I want to do your program, but uh, I still want to do <laughs> beach body," and I was like, "Sorry, you You're can't." Like-
0: let me send you a voice message saying, yeah. why that's,
1: not I, I, you know, I did a very loving way. I was like, can I challenge you? Cause I know that Taylor, I mean, with her content, she's always like, let me challenge you guys. Right. So yeah, I did the same thing back to her is let me challenge you. Why are you so attached to Beachbody? What is it? Right. Beachbody mm-hmm. is not, is not terrible. I'm not saying yeah. I hate Beachbody. I'm huge on if you want to, if you're going to move consistently and you want to use Beachbody fine, but don't come at me with that. It's effective. It's not. Sorry. Um, Second thing, Taylor was talking about how um, Beachbody is very all or nothing, and it's harmful. It is it is really harmful because you'll also see Beachbody coaches usually like the head girl. I don't really know. I've never been in Beachbody, so I'm also speaking from just hearing from yeah. so many clients. You'll see the head girl. You'll see some girls, and they'll just be killing it all the time,
0: yes. right? And
1: you're just like, what the actual crud? Why can't I do this? I'm not enough something must be wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Right. But I want to just open up your guys' minds and let you guys know that there is also the all or nothing mindset side where someone could be doing all of it and still not be happy. So I was actually in this scenario, um, back in 2015, 2016, where I was super lean. Actually, it wasn't even 2015, 2016. I've been on a health journey for so long back when I was in high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was so lean. I was working out two times a day, five to six times a week. And I still hated God. myself. Yeah, yeah. I still hated myself. I was like starving myself, like very disordered eating habits. I wasn't, it wasn't healthy. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm I just want to open up your guys' minds too. of those people that you look up to. We don't really a hundred percent know what's going on inside their head. Right. The girls that you see that are doing two a days and they'd be like, yeah, I'm just drinking protein shakes today. Like, trust me when I say that in a way that is not the most healthy behavior. Like if you can't go out to eat without worrying about messing up your diet, that's also all or nothing. Right. So again, like we need to find that middle ground between how can I be a healthy individual that takes care of herself and shows up for herself in all the ways, right? Physical health, mental health, emotional health, like, That is huge on what I preach. That's why my first messaging back when I first started was like, get lean eating the foods you love, because that's another part of my thing. Like, I'm not a coach who's going to tell you you can't have ice cream or chocolate. One of my clients in Rice Society eats ice cream four times a week and she's killing it. Like, just goes to show, right? So, the all or nothing mindset is really harmful and it's really, it can really mess up your progress. And I'm sure some of you are. After you hear this, you're going to start to notice what those patterns look like, not only in your health and fitness, but in your business.
0: Yeah. And I want to speak like specifically to the moms that are listening. Like we already do a lot, <laughs> like mm-hmm. especially my mom entrepreneurs, you know, like looking back, it wasn't healthy for me to think that I have to have an all or nothing mindset with my health while also taking care of a child, also trying to have a great marriage also running a six figure business. Like I get so many comments all the time. Like people think my life is so freaking great. And mm-hmm. I'm over here, you know, like I'm struggling with my health. It's gotten a lot better. I will mm-hmm. say in the past 30 days, like, you know, not just like losing weight, just like mentally, like how I view working out is so much better than 30 days ago. Like I can go on a 45 minute walk and be like, I took care of myself today. I don't feel like I have to go on a walk and then I have to go lift weights for an hour and then I have to go eat. You know, like it's just, it's a little bit, it's healthier for me. Like how I approach it is healthier. And I know that that's going to be sustainable. Mm -hmm. And that's something else I love that you talk about, Madeline is like sustainability. (laughs) Like we need to create something that is like a sustainable doable lifestyle. Like I know in rise, you know, we weightlift like it's at least three times a week. And then, you know, walking two days, two to three days a week, like mm-hmm. that's doable. Like mm-hmm. I can find three days of the week to lift, you know, like yeah, you can. I can yeah. do that. Like if I, if I can't like that's on me, <laughs> like, Right. I need, I need to readjust something in my schedule, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to, here we go. Beachbody. I'm calling you out again. The seven day lifting programs in Beachbody made (sighs) me like crap. You know, it makes, it made me feel awful because like there were days I legit could not do it after being with Chloe all day, teaching, like cooking dinner, it's nine o'clock at night. And then I'm lifting like, that's not sustainable. Mm -hmm.
1: Cringe. And that's
0: something I know. And Beach Body Man, we're going after you today. I would like to like make a note that I do know incredible beachbody coaches, <laughs> that yep. I do know really great teams who take care of their women. I'm not speaking as a whole, but my personal experience, yeah. I mean, it's all or nothing. You know, if you don't check in that day on the app, you are not taking care of yourself. Shame on you. You don't want it enough. Shame on you. Oof. When like yeah. I mean, it's, it's See, harmful. The- it's very harmful. And I mean, I'm so big about people in my life as just a business coach, holding me to a higher responsibility about how we make people feel. So if you're a Beachbody coach listening to this, I just want you to reflect real quick how you might be making your clients feel. Yeah. You know, if they're not able to do seven days a week, are you telling them that like, that's, that's bad? Or are you trying to help them? Are you qualified to help them? Are you being honest about that? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Beachbody coaching in general is not very regulated.
1: Nope.
0: You know what I mean? Like the industry as a whole is not regulated. So I'm just going to encourage you real quick. My Beachbody coaches that I know are listening to this episode. Please just take some time to think about like how you're making your clients feel like are you qualified to help them have a sustainable plan or are you just giving them what the programs are? Yes. That's, that's very different.
1: Yeah. I want to say something.
0: Oh, please do. I'm so excited. Madeline. <laughs> Let's go there. Let's oh no, no.
1: I have it. pressure. <laughs> so I'm going to re reiterate what Taylor said. Beach body coaches. We are not saying you are terrible. Don't fall yeah. into that all or nothing mindset. Okay. I actually lost so many followers once I started talking about Beachbody because people took what I was saying and turned it into saying Beachbody is the worst, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm just opening up the conversation about where, because if you go back to when Beachbody is created, where was the intention of Beachbody created from? It was with the intention of you work out, like we work out all day long. Otherwise, you're bad, right? Yeah. And that has been filtrated through each coach every single time. Now, again, maybe you're a beach body coach who is super big on sustainability and you encourage your people to just do what they can. And if you do, hell yeah. We like, love yeah. you. We love We're you. We're not talking right? about you. <laughs> We're not talking about you. We're talking about the ones who perpetrate that idea that we have to get seven days. We have to get six days. We have to get five days. We have to get four days. Like there's no have to anything. And yeah. Taylor mentioned like Rise Society, I, I recommend three times a week of training. And that is all. Now girls will come to me, women will come to me and say, I can't do three times a week. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I go, girl, I don't care. Like, can you do two? Can you do one? Like, I'm all about celebrating the one thing that you did awesome this week. And that, I think that's what makes women excited to keep on getting up and showing up for themselves. Because if you come from a, if you coach from a place of shame, making people feel shame for not showing up the way you could show up this week, you're not going to be successful in helping people change their behaviors.
0: Oh, that was like, such a good line. Oh. Can you say that again, that Holy was shit. so good. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, okay. you said, it. <laughs> It was so good. That was so freaking good. Yeah.
1: I think I I said, if you, I might've just been so in the flow, but it was, if you coach people from a place of shame and yeah, I'm not gonna be able to say it again. (laughs) (laughs) You got, hopefully she got it the first time.
0: (laughs) It was just so good. I was trying to be Brene Brown on her podcast. She like has people repeat good quotes. So I was like, repeat it. I know. Brene
1: is my girl. (laughs) Shame I mean, and shame is her topic. The shame,
0: yeah, yeah, it's so good.
1: But yeah, I just love
0: that you spoke on that. Like don't don't expect people to do what you're able to do. Yes. That was basically the gist. Like Mm -hmm. we all lead very different lives. We're all in very different phases and we don't want to create shame around where people are at.
1: Yes. We want to
0: empower them on what they can do. Am I hearing that right?
1: Yep. And something that I was gonna say too is I'm not a mom y'all. Yeah. I'm not a mom. I don't know what life looks like as a mom. Right. So I, it's so funny. I actually used to be so scared to coach moms because I was like, they're going to, they're going to tell me, Oh, you have no idea what my life is like. I have a child. You don't. And that was something that I was fully, I was really scared. Like I was yeah. honestly, I used to kind of almost turn down moms. Cause I was like, why are you relating to me? Like, you know, I it was just all imposter syndrome. But mm-hmm. like then, I recognized I started bringing in so like moms are pretty much my entire niche. Like every, yeah. I'm pretty sure almost every single <laughs> we member. We love of you. My, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every single member of my ride study. Maybe a couple are mo- are not moms, but it's because I have, and this is something I think every coach needs more of, and myself included, continuously. Mm-hmm. I mean. This is something the entire world right now needs more of. Empathy, Mm -hmm. emotional intelligence, the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes. So I think that's what really helps me serve moms so well is I completely can recognize, damn, my life would be really hard if I had a child pulling on me while I was trying to work out. Like it would honestly just frustrate me because I'm so used to doing things by myself. Like, yeah, so I... Every time I give, especially moms, uh, a recommendation, it's always after I've thought through, okay, they're probably going to be coming from this place where, hey, I can't, I can't make breakfast for myself in the morning Mm -hmm. because I need to get my kid ready for school or whatever. Right. And my coaching, it just always comes from that place of what can I do to help them take care of themselves and their child at the same time. And most of the time it's, it's always, why, why aren't you the person who is this little girl's mother or this little boy's mother? Why are you showing them that they're, you're not as important as they are, right? Like I'm really huge on that. Like if you can, cont- I'm not saying don't put your children first. That is not what I'm saying here. Okay. Listen to what <laughs> yeah, I'm really saying. <laughs> I am saying put your children first, but also show your child that you are first in your life too. And your health means something because that is what teaches those values and, in your children that are like, oh, my mommy took care of me so well. I'm getting chills. My mommy took care of me. It makes me like, cause this is yeah. honestly, when I, when I take care of myself, I always think of how, how do I want to, how do I want my daughter to feel about herself? Like, do I really want my daughter to see me yo-yo dieting all the time? See me Mm -hmm. talking bad about my body? Like always come at taking care of yourself from a place where you're thinking, how can I spread positivity into my child and show them that I'm taking care of myself so that they can take care of themselves later? Cause that's what you want as moms, right? You want your little girl to be so in love with herself. So happy with her body healthy behaviors, healthy eating behaviors, healthy exercise behaviors. You don't want her to fall in the same cycle. And that's what's Mm -hmm. been happening. That's why there's so many women who hate themselves, hate their weight. They're always trying to lose weight. It's because it's just been a cycle throughout their life, their moms, their grandmas, their aunts, their dads, maybe that took care of them. Like that's that's a cycle. It's crazy.
0: And I think as like moms, we need to give ourselves I mean, anybody honest, we, this is another thing that's needed, like, give yourself some grace, like give yourself some like compassion. Mm -hmm. Like that's something that I've kind of like been struggling with the past 30 days is like not beating myself up for once. Like let's focus on what we can do rather than what we can't. I mean, you know, like I've had some medical things going on. Like I'm not able to weightlift. That's mm-hmm. lifted though. I can start this coming up week. Ayo. I, I was so actually going to ask you
1: how your doctor appointment went. Cause I, yeah, it, it went really,
0: it went good. Like it went okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I'll talk to you after this. I yeah. got to modify a few things, but, um, like that's been really challenging for me the past three weeks is like, cause I love weightlifting. Like I love mm-hmm. lifting weights. It makes me feel like so freaking strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, you know, you can't change it. Like, let's not beat ourselves up over it. Like, there are other things that you can do. And that's what I love about you is, like, how you coach is not all or nothing. Like, you have actual things in place where if I come to you, like, hey, Madeline, I can't lift. You're like, okay, can you walk? Can you go on a 30-minute walk every day? You know, like, Mm -hmm. are there other things we can do? Like, how's your nutrition going? That's also, you know, like, Mm -hmm. there's just other options. It's not all or nothing. And that makes you for me stand out as a coach because you, know, you have options. Like, you know, you know, your stuff, you know, like you you're, you're fully equipped to help people. So <laughs> yeah, I think it's just incredible.
1: Thank you. I'm so uh, yeah, Taylor, Uh, ideal 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 client right here (laughs) y'all because and here's here's the thing you're you're hearing taylor 30 days in so this is where i want to just make sure everybody knows that everybody's journey looks different so taylor came in taylor is a special type of human right and you're a special type of human too if you're listening to this and you're taking a lot from it you're a special type of human too but don't compare your like let's say you decide to join rice society with me there's there's women who 30 days in, they've only done one thing and that's totally fine, right? Taylor's taken yeah. a lot away already. Like, honestly, I've wanted to interrupt her multiple times, but she just ends up saying what I'm gonna say. So I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> like, she just let to- her keep
0: rambling. <laughs> she's totally
1: just she's taken everything I've taught already, and she hasn't even gone through everything or been with me that long, but she's taken everything I taught and just fully embodied it. And that's the best way to, I mean, that's It's yeah, I'm just like sitting back and like, thank God. Um, (laughs) but uh, if you don't get your life together in 30 days, and Taylor is she, she still has struggles, right? Like, she's still like, she just said crying
0: in my car this morning. I don't know if y'all saw my Instagram stories last night. I was crying (laughs) to a TV show, but it's like the journey, you know? It's like Uh that's the whole reason this podcast series is existing. Like, we need to normalize our own journeys, yep. your own, like yep. stop looking at other people online and being like, I want their journey. Cause like all these people are messaging me like, I would love, and I'm like, okay, do you want to come do this? Do you want to come take change care of my daughter? habits that you've been doing <laughs> for 26 years and come take care of my, like nobody's yeah. journey is easy regardless yeah. of how it looks.
1: And changing your habits is one of the hardest things you can do because oh, I always talk about, about um, <laughs> Your, yeah. Your habit loops that you have right now. So if you're someone listening, you're like, oh yeah, I can never get myself to work out or I can get myself to work out, but nutrition is hard for me. Like that's because you have a habit loop right now where if you don't know about the habit loop, it's, it's cue reward or sorry, cue behavior reward. Right. So right now let's say, um, you, when you get stressed, that's your cue. your behavior that comes after that is, eating chocolate, Mm -hmm. the reward is dopamine, AKA you feel better, right? Right now, if that's your habit loop, that's a really strong habit loop because you've been doing it for a really long time. Okay. And when you change that habit loop to I'm stressed, let's replace that behavior with something that supports what I want a little bit more, nothing wrong with chocolate, but if you're binging on chocolate and you want to change it, let's replace chocolate with walking. Yeah. Reading a book, even let's not even go to the exercise place. And if that's not something you want to do, stress, read a book, you get the same reward of feeling better, right? Especially if reading is your thing, replace the behavior with whatever makes you feel your best. Okay. That is a healthy, supportive habit Mm -hmm. that when you, when you submit that habit loop, it feels good, but it's not the one that's wired in your brain. Okay? Yeah. So your normal habit loop that's always going to come up subconsciously is chocolate, eating the chocolate when I'm stressed. And you ha- that's where habit rewiring, brain rewiring is so freaking hard because you mm-hmm. have to recognize it's turning. I always talk about turning on this awareness light switch. Like as soon as you recognize um, your negative habit loop, <laughs> once you recognize that negative habit loop, um, You start to submit the positive habit loop more, but you got to give yourselves grace because your negative habit loop is still going to come around. I still have negative habit loops that I'm figuring out, right? We always will because that's the one, however old you are, you've been doing for 10 plus years. Okay. So So don't expect this new positive habit loop to be submitted completely because it's not like Taylor, you're going to see this. Trust me in a couple months, you're going to be like, hey, Madeline, I'm feeling a little damp. Well, let's, let's pray you're not. I'm not trying to push <laughs> anything on you, but just the normal, it's a normal cycle. Yeah, that's normal. why Rise Society is a six-month commitment. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm trying to get your money for six months. It's because I know after three months, my cl- the first three months, my clients are like, yeah, motivated. Hell yeah. Like Even though I teach all or nothing, you're still the most motivated in the beginning. Yeah. Once you hit that 90 day mark is when things start to break down and we go, okay, let's, what foundational habit did I, did I go through too fast that I need to mm-hmm. revisit? And we submit it again. And then yeah. there's three more months of, of kind of like troubleshooting. Right. And then yeah. we stay with me forever. We just, we just troubleshoot forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we
1: always mean something.
0: Yeah. I I'm on habit two right now. Can I share what that is? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. So habit two y'all is like, waiting, like waiting for hunger cues and kind of sitting in your hunger cue for like 30 to 60 minutes before Mm -hmm. you eat. And I I posted in the Facebook group, I was like, this is freaking uncomfortable because I guess now listening to you, I'm noticing like stress is kind of a factor for me eating first off. Mm -hmm. So I was noticing like when I'm stressed, I'm getting hungry, but then I'm having to think, are you actually hungry or are we stressed? Mm hmm. And that wasn't, that's uncomfortable. Like, that's not a really fun process. Nope. And then I noticed like, okay, I'm actually hungry. Now I'm going to wait, you know, 30, little over 30 minutes till I eat. But then I'm not used to being like uncomfortable. Like I would typically go eat, but then that's causing me to overeat. You know, I mm-hmm. I don't even have time to process like, what am I hungry for? You know, like, what am I eating? You know, it was just like, I'm hungry. I go eat. I'm hungry. I go eat. There was never like, I'm hungry. And now I'm going to sit in my hunger for just 30 minutes and then go eat. So it's like made me pause and like, okay, let's drink some water before we go eat. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm hungry at three o'clock, like why are we hungry at three o'clock? Like, what happened the rest of the day? Have we eaten three meals today? Like it's made me be like hyper aware, (laughs) but it's been so good. Cause I was telling Madeline before y'all, like I didn't eat three meals a day. I don't think I've even recognized that. Like, I don't think I've eaten three meals a day since Chloe was born until September. Like I don't eat breakfast. Cause I typically would wake up and like Chloe would be awake and we start our day. And like, maybe I have a granola bar that's such point. a typical breakfast for him. So I know. Many people. <laughs> I know. And like, but that's not like a full breakfast. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, no wonder I'm like done by 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't had to drink caffeine at all <sighs> in September. I know. I
1: saw it. When you wrote yeah. that on the Facebook group, I was like, oh my God. Like, and that's a big deal. because. Yeah. <laughs> I I have a lot of shit going on. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah. I want to say something about that, but I also want to say something about the hunger cue that will kind of submit it for you more because Taylor was describing the whole, like, every time she was hungry, she'd just eat. Hungry, eat. Hungry, eat. I want you guys to kind of think back to the things we've been talking about when I described the all or nothing mindset, Mm -hmm. right? It's the same damn thing. Sorry, I said damn. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We... we have been taught hungry. I'm going to die if I don't eat pretty much. Right. That's where our brain goes. So when you have to sit in that hunger, it's not something you're used to. Like you said, it's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. So we're forcing ourselves to find somewhere in the gray where I'm like, hmm, hunger is actually not that big of a deal. Right. Like it's kind of like, uh, I like the analogy of like a gas station, right? Like every time you're, Tank goes to a little bit lower than full. Do you run to the gas station and fill up your car? No, your husband does. Your husband does, yeah. <laughs> so we got to, I'm to to it. It's all in nothing. Mindset gas station wise, too. We got some work. <laughs> I wait till mine's like on e
0: negative 10 miles, and I'm right. like, okay, I'll go fill it up. Yeah,
1: and That's this so analogy funny. is it's not 100% the best. Analogy, I know it's, it's like, so funny though. I have to
0: tell we don't,
1: that. yeah, we don't rush it's <laughs> unless you're Taylor's husband. His name's Tyler, right. <laughs> I love that Tyler and Taylor. I know we get so perfect, um, but I, I don't know. I've heard that it's better to get gas when your things at half. I don't know, but like honestly, that's a perfect kind of example too of like listen mm-hmm. to Taylor. She usually goes when she's on completely e. That's what she used to do with her eating too. She just said mm-hmm. it. She had a granola bar and then she would she wouldn't eat again for a while, and she felt like she was completely done by three, like she had no mm-hmm. energy. Similar you handle yeah. your body the same as way you handle your car now we're teaching you how to handle your body that's that's more important than the car, but yeah um, and then the caffeine thing, most people don't recognize what it actually feels like to fuel their bodies correctly, and how caffeine is just something that's nice to have, but you shouldn't need it to help you get through your day, like yeah.
0: I remember I I saw you post that on your stories when I first followed you. you And I'm looking at her and I was like, that is bullshit. (laughs) Like, She doesn't understand what it's like to have a toddler apparently. And, but really though, like I, 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 cause I don't like it mimics my anxiety. It mimics anxiety for me. And so like, it already is not a very good experience when I drink coffee anyway,
1: Cause mm-hmm. then I just feel
0: anxious even though I'm mm-hmm. not, but then it like just sparks a whole other, we'll get into that later y'all. But, yep. um, like just like eating, I would make like a big breakfast burrito in the morning with like spinach and onions and peppers and like all this stuff in it. And that keeps me full all the way till lunch. And then at lunch, like today I had like a huge Caesar salad with chicken. It was so freaking Yum. good. Yum. And it's like one o'clock here and I feel good. You know, it's just crazy just being like more cautious of like what I'm putting in my body, Mm -hmm. like not drinking caffeine has been so great Yeah, because then you don't get that crash.
1: Yeah. And here's the thing again, y'all, we're not saying don't drink caffeine. I drink caffeine. I enjoy (laughs) coffee. I enjoy coffee. Like we're just saying, be open to the idea that your food can give you energy rather than just relying on a drink to give you energy. Okay. Like yeah. if you like coffee. We are
0: challenging coffee. y'all today. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm challenged. Yeah, that's that's my favorite thing to do. We are challenging them. We are we're here for it. Them. Because it's so I mean, it's so easy to fall in the other nothing mindset and to start turning into a victim yeah. of, oh, she doesn't know my situation. And you just shared like you saw my story and were like, oh, I
0: was triggered. You were, <laughs> I was you were triggered, <laughs> right?
1: And I want you guys to really and this is the work I do really with my clients that if I, honestly I could just. That's why I changed my name to behavior change too is' like mm-hmm. i i always I always recommend paying attention to what triggers you the most and why yeah. why does it trigger you? My fiance hates me for this one because I always ask him like, well, why did you get so upset about that one thing I said because it was very neutral, yeah, like why always ask yourself why why was I triggered by this? Why am I so resistant to this like so many girls come into Rise Society and are really resistant to eating three meals a day because they've either, they have they, they either have zero hunger cues and only want to eat once or twice a day or they are on the other end where they've been told four to six meals a day is better or five mm-hmm. to six meals, I should say, because I still yeah. say four is fine. Um just pay attention to what you're resistant to and what triggers you, because it usually gives you a lot of answers into what you need to work on.
0: Yeah. Triggers are information. My mindset coach tells me that all the time. Triggers are information. Mm-hmm. Like if, if this episode, if you're a beach body coach, if you have, you know, like that all or nothing mentality, like if you're feeling like some sort of way right now, ask yourself why. Like when I saw Madeline's story saying she didn't need caffeine, I had to like pull back the reins on myself. Like, why is this making me so upset? And it was because of my all or nothing mindset, like either have caffeine and I can be awake or I'm not. And I'm like a little sponge all day. And Mm -hmm. I just like am a potato and I can't be productive. You know, it's like that all or nothing, but there can Mm -hmm. be a happy middle. Yep. There can be that happy place in the middle where you can have your coffee, but you don't need to have it every day. You know, you can, Mm -hmm. you can work out, but it doesn't have to be seven days a week. You know, like that's, that's what I just love as it like gives me flexibility to be a freaking human.
1: Yep. Which is what we all need, especially as business owners, especially as moms, especially as wives, especially as everything we're trying to be and trying to do. Like we need flexibility and that's what I think is missing from a lot of what people health and fitness coaches teach, a lot of what Beachbody teaches, a lot of what any of those really fancy or if not fancy, really well-known supplement companies like Isogenics, like Legionnaire. Like, I don't know if anybody's here has tried the 75 hard challenge. Goodness. I don't know if you've ever I've heard, heard of it. a t- lot
0: about that.
1: Yep. It's just the whole, literally that. workouts a day, a gallon of water a day. Um, one of your workouts has to be outside. Um, you have to follow macros and calories. Like, it's just so it's just rigid. Right. And yeah, people can only do rigid for, in my opinion, tops 30 days and it starts to break down. So I'm always like, why, why do we need to be this rigid? I mean, I, yeah, we don't need to be that rigid, especially I always, I always tell my clients, like, are you trying to be a bodybuilding competitor? (laughs) Then why the hell do you care about ten extra calories that you ate today? Stop. Yeah. Like you're okay. We're okay. I promise. And I'm and I, of course I'm understanding for where they're currently at and yeah. their awareness level. But like, we need to ask ourselves that question of why am I going so hard here? And I actually this is I was on my walk this morning thinking about this because your series is like, hundred K doesn't solve any everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, we we put so much pressure on this whole like. I either make hundred K or I'm a failure. I either lose weight or I'm a failure. And that really blocks us from being able to recognize all of the things that led up to that hundred K or all the things that led up to, um, maybe not losing weight. Right. Because, mm-hmm. and that's the all or nothing mindset too, is like, I can only make a hundred K and that's when I'm successful. It's like, well, yeah. what about, what if you made 60 K that's still freaking cool. Yeah. In your own business, people are paying you, you're not working for someone. That's still awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Like and same thing with weight loss. I talk about this in my free training, but like if we attach to a number, especially in a specific specific time period, then when we hit that specific time period and we were doing so well, but we don't hit the exact number that we were thinking about on the scale, we're automatically wiping away all the amazing things that we did for ourselves over the last, let's say, 90 days. If you set a 90-day goal, right? So it's yeah. like detach from the number. Detach from this goal. I honestly, I don't know if you noticed, uh, Taylor, but I don't really talk about goals. I always say intentions. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like
1: because this, the goal to me, and there's nothing wrong with setting goals. Okay, guys? Um, but like goal to me represents a deadline, Right. So when I set quarter four, quote unquote, goals, I set quarter four intentions. Yeah. Right. I intend this is what I'm intending with this new thing I'm putting out. I'm intending to get this result. But mm-hmm. if I don't, I'm going to celebrate myself because holy crap, I did all of these steps to get to this intention. And even if that it didn't manifest in the exact way I wanted, I still had all these things that I did really well to get to that point. And it, everything's yeah. a lesson. Everything yeah. to do something, right? I remember when I was like, <laughs> six figures was my, once I hit six figures, I am official. Yeah, like I'm everything's amazing. perfect. <laughs> I'm going to be so rich. Like and the other thing that you guys need to realize is like a hundred K in revenue does not mean a hundred K in profit. Yes, like, it doesn't it's mean not a
0: hundred K in cash. It and doesn't. I put that in my post. I said a hundred K in sales. Sales is different from cash. Yep. Um, just because you see people having, I mean, even half million dollar years, they have an over, which is t- totally up to them. Like they haven't, they might have an overhead. You don't know what they outsource to like. Yep. You have to have help at some point to hit those numbers. It's yep. not something that you do by yourself. Mm-hmm. I think I love what you said about goals. I'm such a goal oriented person. This is something i like really try to let go of a little bit but like, don't get so focused on your goals, y'all that you miss life happening as you're reaching those goals. Mm -hmm. Like don't, and that's something for me, like I'm at a point and I've been very open about this. Like I have to lose weight. Like I'm not doing it all or nothing. Like health wise, I have to lose weight, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to do it in a way where I like miss out on life, or I miss out on being with Chloe, that I have to miss out being with my husband. And it mm-hmm. should be the same for your business. Like don't set goals that are going to make you miss the journey, miss actually living. <laughs> and
1: miss, miss what you actually started a business for. Gosh, I wish I could go back and yeah, smack myself in the face, dude, because me too. Oh my goodness. I I'll tell you guys, and it's funny because I used to listen to people (laughs) back to triggers. I used to listen to people say this and be like, I will never say that. Like, that's not what got me to six figures, right? (laughs) But (laughs) I used to be miserable. Like, I made, it's the same thing as like, I used to be super lean, but I was miserable because of the way I was doing it. Uh, Same thing. I made it good money, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: six figures, but I was so miserable. I was working 15, 16 hour days thinking that's what I had to do, right? Like, and just in the last, I started going to deep therapy um, in Mm -hmm. December of 2019 and doing a lot of reparenting. If you guys don't know what that is, reparenting is the process of reparenting yourself. Yeah. um, Pretty much treating yourself like a child and taking care of yourself the way that a parent should have taken care of you because our parents do the best they can. That's where Mm -hmm. the principle comes from. Um, Yeah. So I started that journey back at the end of 2019. And literally, so what is that? It's almost been a year now, but the Mm -hmm. the last year, I've never been happier because I finally detached from this idea that six figures was going to make me a better person, right? Because see how that all or nothing mindset goes there is like Mm -hmm. six figures equals this about me. Yeah. And that's not the reality. So, Yeah.
0: yeah, we really have to define, just redefine what success is, like health and fitness wise, like. If you are taking care of yourself, you are successful. Is there room mm-hmm. for growth? Yes. But, like, just the all or nothing mindset and allowing others to determine what success looks like for you nope. is so unhealthy.
1: Yeah. It's and,
0: so unhealthy. And yeah. you just have, if you're, again, here we go, beach body coaches. Like, if you are a beach body coach, please just be very mindful of your clients. You know, like it does not have to be the all or nothing. And even if you're like, Oh, I agree with that. Just make sure they know that, you know, make Mm -hmm. sure, make sure you're extending that to, (laughs) to them, you know, so they feel good about themselves. Like that's what makes me want to work out is when my mindset gets better, Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, let's go work out today. Like, let's go on an extra walk. You did three lifting. Like, let's do one of those ab workouts and die. Like that just sounds super fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the all or nothing mindset. And it's so common y'all. It's so, I think everybody does it. I think oh, everybody, everybody does. has that all or nothing mindset. Everybody. And does. it's just really like noticing it and being like, you know, I acknowledge that I acknowledge that I have it, but that doesn't have to be my truth. It doesn't have to be how I live my life. Even if other people are doing it, that's cool. I'm not going to.
1: Yeah. I think that's that you said that, like, it's all about the choice. You have your choice for everything. Like, yeah, just know you have a choice. And just because we're saying this, it's going to look different for you. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're we're just very adamant about open up your mind to the idea that you could be falling into the all or nothing I fall into the all or nothing still. I'm not. I'm an expert, but that doesn't mean that I don't have my own processes for every certain things. I will say my health and fitness is pretty damn good now. Like, it's, it is like yeah. <laughs> very good. Um, but the all or nothing mindset gets me in other places, and that's okay. Um, something else that I that came up for me that I wanted to say when Taylor was talking about she's at a pl- she's very goal oriented. There's nothing wrong with being goal oriented oriented personally, my perspective is I like to use the word intention. It makes me feel better. But if you like goals, that's totally fine. Just remember where am I coming at these goals from a place of, am I coming at them from a place of, I have to do this because it means this about me if I don't, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then I I get hit all the time by body positivity, um, ladies, like yes. who tell me you're perpetrating diet culture even more because I say I help women lose body fat and I, that's the all or nothing mindset too. Right. Like the idea that you, like you shouldn't want to lose weight. I think that perpetrates diet culture more than saying I want to lose weight perpetrates Mm -hmm. or like, you know, I don't know how exactly I'm trying to say with that, but like I always get hit by people telling me that I don't believe in diet culture, which I'm, always like annoyed with because I hate diet culture so much. Um, but just know that you can want to lose weight. Like Taylor, you can want to lose weight. It doesn't mean you're in the all or nothing mindset just means you want to lose weight because it means you're you'll feel healthier. You feel Mm -hmm. healthier. It doesn't mean that you're going to be healthier. It means you'll feel healthier. Right. And you, that is okay. Yeah. That is okay.
0: Yeah. I know like, I think it was two weeks ago um, and we'll end on this story. This is probably a good story to end on. I posted in the rise society about like literally hating how I look like looking in the mirror and just being like, oh, (laughs) you know, just it's so, and I feel like as moms, I talked to so many moms in my community about this, like your body changes so much, even two and a half years after having Chloe, like my body, like I literally went to the doctor today about something that happened two and a half years ago. And you know, it just changes. And you gave me like the most life-changing advice ever. Um, no, I listened to it when I'm walking Madeline, I sometimes replay that video that you put in there and I just listen to it (laughs) over and over until I feel it in my heart that I can like that that's true. But, like, will you give me that – will you give, like, all the moms that listen, like, your viewpoint on, like, when you look at yourself, like, mm-hmm. what your thought process should be? Like, what can yep. people shoot for that's reasonable?
1: Yeah. I'm going to just quickly um, switch your word to could just because okay. should is yeah. – yeah. Just should to word. me is very you, – like, you don't have to do anything, right? But anyways um, – when you look in the mirror, I totally know what it feels like to look at yourself and go, "Ugh, my body isn't where I want it to be. It w- isn't where it used to be, especially as a mother, right? Mm-hmm. My, my mindset's always, oh, my body isn't where, I mean, honestly, I still sometimes say, oh, my body isn't where it used to be because I've mm-hmm. relaxed a little bit. I'm not in a mode where I'm trying to be super, super thin, whatever. Anyways, you can look at yourself and you walk by and you go, oh my God, it looks so terrible. And we, we've been taught, By people to go immediately once you have a thought of you hate your body say I love my body but do you see Mm -hmm. how that gets in the scale of all or nothing right you're you're trying to force yourself to go from hating to loving and that's two ends of the spectrum so I would recommend that the next time you walk past a mirror or you're working really hard and you believe you should be in a different place than you are, or you could look different instead of saying, I love my body because of all the things it does for me. Go to a place of neutrality where you are like, I am not the hugest fan of where my body is at right now, but I recognize that I don't have to love my body completely to take care of it the way I should be. Right? And I always talk about operating from this place of your higher self, very woo woo, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> you, you have to start recognizing the things inside of you that are there. And I know I said this in the video of like, I wish I could say it as eloquently as I probably did in that video, but recognize all the things internally about yourself that you do love, right? start to find the qualities that you love about yourself, that things you wouldn't notice, other, other people notice about you, but you wouldn't notice about yourself. Mm-hmm. And that'll help you start shifting towards that neutrality about, hey, my body isn't where it wants to be, but look at all these other amazing things that I have going on for myself. And I'm going to think about those things and how I feel internally and start to embody who I am internally. And that will lead to me externally soon possibly loving my body. But if you never get to a spot where you love your body, that's fine. But yeah. I don't believe in fully hating your body because your body does do a lot for you. Like it really does. It starts your business. It gets you up in the morning. It takes care of your babies. Like, so moving, shifting into a place from hatred to neutrality and not hatred to complete loving is better. It, it's that yeah. step up mm-hmm. the stairs rather than jumping yeah. to the top of I love my body completely. Right. Because yeah. you gotta be honest. If you don't love your body completely, you don't, and that's okay. We're we're stepping up the stairs slowly to that point. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so good. Yeah. This has been so much fun, Madeline. It this really has, been has such a good dang. A this
1: good has fun. been like deep.
0: I know a lot of call outs.
1: <laughs> a lot of call outs.
0: I don't mess around on my podcast. <laughs> my viewers know that. Like if you're gonna yeah. tune in. We're yeah. going to get real. Yeah. Um, so last but not least, you know, we're all about doing more. I feel like we have embodied what I want this podcast to be the past hour. Like we have like really embodied that. Um, but yeah, I've just, I mean, you, I've raved about you the whole episode, but I'm going to say it again. I like freaking love you. I'm so grateful for you. Um, I just love your spin, especially what I see in the health and fitness industry of like, it is not all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Like. You can be both. (laughs) You can be, you know, struggling, but also hitting some success. You know, you can work out two times this week and that was still better than doing nothing. You know, like I just really appreciate that for you because that is sustainable. Mm -hmm. Having that mindset is so much more sustainable than having like the all or nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just so, this was so much fun. So tell Mm -hmm. my audience where they can find you, what you have coming up. I'm going to go ahead and pitch rise society for you. If you are interested, y'all like if you love this talk, like this is what Madeline brings in rise. Like it's, I mean, I feel like so many people are very hesitant to join memberships because some memberships just don't, they just don't do it. You Mm -hmm. know, they just, they don't do it. Memberships are really hard. Like they can be really hard as a business coach to manage, but like this membership is like active. There are people in there posting, you do get check-ins, you do get weekly intentions like Madeline, Madeline's in there with you. You know, it's not some passive membership mm-hmm. and the workouts are really good. They're going to kick your butt in a great way, but they're also do again, doable, you know, yeah. Um, So I'm gonna pitch Rise Society for you. If you love this talk, y'all need to go find Madeline. Madeline, mm-hmm. can you tell everybody where they can find you? If Rise is even open,
1: yes, yes. So um, you guys can find me on uh, Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. I'm at Madeline underscore Rose. I believe Taylor's gonna put that um, yeah, in the, the show notes. notes. Is that the word? I don't do podcast. I don't. I don't have my own <laughs> podcast. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> um, but Rise Society is actually so publicly I. I'm not saying it's open, but I did put together something special for your podcast listeners. So normally Rise Society is $127 a month for a six month commitment. And I have gone ahead and given you guys all $30 off every single month Oh, for everybody listening to this podcast. So um, that link will also, I gave that to Taylor. So she'll put it place that you guys get that stuff. The
0: show notes. <laughs> I'll
1: have a podcast soon by myself, so I got to figure I got to know those words. Um but if if rise society, if you're like cuz the other thing Taylor said it like people are really resistant to not only memberships, but also people are really re- I've learned even more. People are really resistant to online health and fitness coaches and yeah. it sucks for me, but My hope is that with my message, more and more people, I mean, if anything, they come to me and Mm -hmm. I will take care of you. I promise I will not be like that health coach that said you got check-ins and didn't ever talk to you and just took your money. That's not my style. Um, But if you don't feel comfortable yet joining Rise Society, there is absolutely no pressure. I also have a free training that is all about how to achieve consistency with your exercise and better eating habits um, so that you can... Start losing your first five pounds, start losing some body fat because remember, it's not all about weight loss. Like Mm -hmm. your body can change without losing weight. Um, And I gave uh, Taylor that to put in the show notes as well. So it's a little 45, maybe 35. Yeah, I think I made it shorter because people were like, this is too long. I have kids. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I'll make it shorter for you. Um, So it's like 35 minutes long. It'll give you concrete step by step, honestly, what I teach inside Rye Society. Um, And it's really, really valuable. So. If you don't want to join Rise Society, that free training is really awesome as well. And I'm just excited to welcome more of you guys into my community and uh, show you what I got. I'm very much like I am here on this podcast. Straight yes. up. Blunt. You're probably <laughs> going to get triggered by me. Please don't unfollow me. I promise. Like it's for a reason <laughs> that you're getting triggered. Um, but also something I want to say what's coming up for me is because I know you said like you're all about doing more. Mm hmm. I'm totally I love the whole do more but I also want to encourage you guys to just recognize that you can be more. When you be when you become more, you you can do more. So I'm yeah. always like I'm always trying to just be more of my best self, my highest self. Like that's how I operate daily is like how can I show up as my higher self today? So
0: I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on Madeline. This is so much fun. Everything that Madeline talked about will be in the show notes. I strongly encourage you to at least go follow her on Instagram. (laughs) Go check her out. Thank you so much for being on the show. This was so much fun. Yes. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll talk to you later. We will see you next week um, for part two of the hundred K didn't fix everything series. Bye y'all. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than a Mama podcast. Before you go fold that laundry that's been sitting there since last weekend, I have one more thing for you. My mission is to create content that serves and impacts you. So if you love what you heard today, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. screenshot your review and tag me on Instagram at more than a mama underscore so I can connect and create content for you, my listeners. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Don't forget to make waves today.
1: Bye.